When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Now, joined by the man, if you are on Twitter or if you're on Wildcat Authority and you follow Arizona, you absolutely know who he is, the great Kenny Abbey. Hello, Kenny. What's up, Mike? How are you, man? Dude, not too bad. So let's get, in, let's get into this. You're, uh, you're as anti-ASU as you are pro U of A. Is that fair? Uh, yes, that's a very 110%. All right. So let's, let's talk a little bit first about who are your most hated and who are your most hated rivals and what bothers you most about Arizona state? Most hated rivals. Uh, I want to say UCLA now, but since they're leaving I mean to hell with them. They can go to the big 10 and go middle around there and be in the middle of the pack and be a doormat in football. So, I mean, I would say UCLA first when it comes to basketball. That's to be a issue last week. Uh, still kind of hurting us, you know. The little one shining their biggest win in school history is a is a meaningless regular season game. So they can have it, but what bothers me is about ASU is just they're like they think they're better. I mean, they're they're not us. They're not a better school. Not better athletics. I mean, people like to bag on Tucson. What's so special about Tempe? Everywhere I go in Tempe or everywhere. Exactly the same. So, I mean, Phoenix is a a big concrete wasteland. I mean, there's nothing good about the Valley. I mean, Tucson's a beautiful city, beautiful campus. We have better sports, better looking girls, better looking colors, better looking teams, better looking everything. Just you know, better. You know what bothers me most about ASU fans, though, Kenny, is that I always hear this thing where they try to make it out like they're the equivalent of Arizona. Well, you're a basketball school. We're a football school. No, you're not a football school. You don't do anything in football. Nobody nationally looks at ASU and says, man, that's a great football product. They look at Arizona and they know that it's nationally one of the top 10 brands out there. With Arizona State football, it doesn't even register like that, Kenny. So that is the biggest misnomer going, in my opinion. I mean, we, we still have the all-time lead against them in football. And, I mean, they, they can hang the Rose Bowl on us, but when did they go to the Rose Bowl? I mean, when we were in 96, dude, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, nobody, nobody long ago. I mean, I'm a 40 about Super Bowls and what was your last one? I mean, same thing with the issue of football. In basketball, they're irrelevant. Football, they're pretty good, but we've we had their number over the last few years or so. They haven't been to a World Series or won a national championship since, what, 1980 or something like that. So can't even call themselves a baseball school. So, I mean, they're they're not relevant in anything. They're not relevant in any sport. 
kicking their ass and everything. I mean, it is what. Right. Now, the uh, I will say this, though. I think growing up, because you and I are about the same age, there was always something that was fun in kind of the mid-90s when you had Bill Frieder, when you had Lute Olsen there, because it wasn't that ASU wasn't just total horse crap. And that they, you know, you at least had to go in there and they were at least, they were at least decent enough. It was a fun rivalry. Now it's like with basketball. Yes, you got the 80 foot jumper, but I don't really care about that because again, all right, you win one out of 20 games. Who cares? But at least in the nineties, you know, kind of when we were growing up, it was a little bit more enjoyable just because, you know, you had some decent, you know, Mario Bennett and Headache Smith. You had some decent teams when you went in there. You're like, all right, we at least got to come in and play. There's none of that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't missed a, a basketball game in Tempe, a uh, U of A ASU basketball game in Tempe since probably the early 90s. And, I mean, ASU got some good teams. I, mean, I think they might have made a sweet 16 one time with, like you said, Mario Bennett, Henry Smith, but didn't even count. Right. So, yeah, I mean, Bill, Bill Feeder, I mean, he was a fun guy. He, he was a likable guy. The commercials with Lou were great and everything. But at the end of the day, we were stomping him out. So, for sure. Now, <laughs> let's – now let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about football where it comes in. Here's here's the thing, and like you said, Arizona has the advantage here when it comes to football. Yes, you got the Rose Bowl, cool. I'll give you that, but still, you got the all time lead here at Arizona. And the thing about it too is you're in Phoenix. Everybody talks about not you, Kenny. I know that uh, you <laughs> hang out around Phoenix, but you're not no, in Phoenix. Not, not as much as you think. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing with the thing that's always uh, bothered me though is you're in a city in Phoenix of seven million people. How are you not better in Tucson? We always hear about oh, your border town with a million people. How, why aren't you better then? That is always my question that I have never got a real answer from. When you're in a city, I mean, look, that people like USC or UCLA never being good in football or basketball. I mean, you're in a city of seven million plus, and you're never good. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, you you can sell the same things that, that U of A sells, the weather, the, you know, I, I'm... It's I a party school, you, you got hot chicks, all that stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I can't I can't even tell you where ASU's campus is. I mean, I, I know how to get to the to the Sun Devil Stadium and the, whatever their arena is called now, but I, I have no idea where their campus is. So, I mean, I could drive through it and I, I wouldn't even be able to tell where it's at. Um, Another thing, you know, if we're, if we're talking about football, ASU fans always tell me, Oh well, we were Tempe normal school. We were teacher school. And we weren't a university yet. Well, okay. Did you have a team? Yes. Did you put a team on the field? Yes. Did they lose? Yes. Okay. What's your argument? <laughs> so not, just because not my fault. Had, I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, it's the game was played. You lost. You're still trying to catch up, and we have the cup now. And I don't think you guys are going to catch up any time soon. So get out of here with that. Let's talk a little UCLA, Arizona a second, because I really like kind of poking at UCLA fans here on Twitter throughout. But first, let me tell you about the official brew of PHNX Sports, Kenny Abbey. Kenny Abbey is uh, not a beer guy. He's a mixed drink guy, but he comes to support, and that's why we love Kenny Abbey. Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Kenny, I've never asked you this directly. What do you think of my nickname for the U of A big men, the Four Peaks? Corny. All right. He's right. (laughs) He's right. But again, check it out. Four Peaks at our Tap and Bottle watch parties. We're going to have one this Saturday at 8 o'clock, uh, Tap and Bottle downtown. We would love to see you down there. Check it out. Again, uh, Four Peaks, the uh, uh, excuse me, the official brew of PHNX Sports. And OGs, oh, you might say to yourself, Kenny Abbey looks like a pretty smooth character right there. I wonder what Kenny Abbey does to be smooth. 
I'm not telling you what he does. I have no clue. But it wouldn't surprise me if OGs has been in the mix at some point because it's fun, it's legal, it's free. Check it out. Indicas, Sativas, you name it. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. OGs right here. By the way, Wilson Breckenridge said, would love to see a back the A ale. I think that's a great point. Dude, let's talk UCLA now. Because that is the rivalry on the West Coast that has mattered our entire lives. Um, and I'm going to go back to the mid-90s again. When you were, when I was growing up, that was always the game. The, all, the only game where I ever felt year in and year out, man, they've got equal level talent to us, especially when they had Jim Herrick there and Lute Olsen. That is the, that, that is the rivalry. And the fact that a, the UCLA fans try to pretend that it's not a rivalry is always – I've always found a little silly because let's be honest here. That's the game they get up for. That's the game we get up for. Yeah, I mean, if you're a UCLA fan, what what other game are you looking to like during the season? When you watch UCLA basketball through the year, you look at Poly, you see MP Arena every single game. But, you know, when the big boys from Tucson come to town, I mean, we're selling out every arena in the Pac-10, not just UCLA. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of made-up rivalries in the Pac-10. I mean, Colorado probably thinks we're a rival. Utah probably thinks we're a rival, and we're not. I mean, it's, it's UCLA, and, and that's it. But um, on that note, I mean, I, I am kind of sad to see them go, but the team— same time, screw them. I mean, you know, that's it's, it's the end of the one of the best rivalries, best rivalry on the West Coast when it comes to. So I mean, we've established some new rivalries. Hopefully, we can get to the Big Twelve or maybe ASU will get better one of these days. Who knows? But kind of sad to see him go. I mean, because there's there's some classic games, and I mean, we're not going to have that. Right, and going into uh, UCLA, that's a great that's a great point too. That's another reason too that I want to go to the Big Twelve because you, the Big Twelve you have. Team after team after team. I'm sorry, Arizona and nine other teams that don't matter doesn't matter to me anymore now that the L.A. schools are gone. In the Big 12, you would have – think about how cool this would be. You'd have Kansas. You'd have Baylor. You'd have uh, um, Kansas State, TCU. You name it. I mean, you name it. They got it. And Arizona just doesn't have that. And we're a basketball school. We love football here. We love U of A football. But Arizona basketball is what really makes this city move. And Arizona basketball in the Big 12 would be all kinds of fun. Yeah. Uh, imagine U of A in, in Kansas on Big ESPN or, or ABC or on, on a Saturday afternoon, primetime, when the whole country is watching. I mean, are you getting that with the Pac-12? You're, you're getting U of A and UCLA on a Thursday night at 10 o'clock. It, like, who's watching? Right. Yeah, <laughs> well, nobody's watching. So I mean, we, you you got to get to the Big Twelve. I mean, I I don't know how else you can put it. I mean, how else you can lay it out there? You have to go. The, the Pac-10 is dead. You know, I'm looking at all this stuff, all the stuff, all the tweets and articles about um the Pac-12. You know, getting a TV deal, and it's it's a joke. It's 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 crap. You know, this, this conference is dead. We're gonna be the Big West pretty soon, and we're Mountain West. And, you know, we we got to get out. We we just gotta go. Whether that means leaving ASU behind or taking them with us, who cares? Let's go. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you why Kenny Abbey is the great Kenny Abbey right here, because he agrees with me on something right here. And we're going to get to that in just a second. But like I said, Tap and Bottle Watch Party. We'd love to see you up there Saturday, this Saturday at 8 o'clock, Arizona-UCLA. Like Kenny said, this is vintage Pac-12 where you got Arizona-UCLA, and you're going to put it at 8 o'clock where it's, what, 11 o'clock on the East Coast, so nobody will see it, which is something that doesn't happen in the Big 12. Love to see you up there, though. Um, get some four peaks as well. And illegal peats. You might say to yourself, illegal peats. 
I'll tell you about Illegal Pete's. You got one in Tempe. Don't go to that one if you're in Tucson. Go to the one here in Tucson. Because, again, not only is Tucson better than Tempe, you can also have a good time, drinks, food, high energy, lots of good stuff right there at Illegal Pete's. Um, so you got Tap and Bottle and Illegal Pete's. Both great options for you. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. All right. Here's where I knew that Kenny Abbey was a different type of guy. When he, he and I shared the same favorite Arizona basketball player. Number 20, Damon Stoudemire. Mighty Mouse tatted on his left arm. Damon tatted on his right arm. This is before tats were really big and everybody had him. And Kenny, for me, he is the one that made Arizona basketball sexy. I know that you had Steve Kerr before him, get all that. But Damon was the one that the kids on the playground grew up wanting to be. Pulling up from the cactus, breaking people down. What made you such a Damon guy? Man, I, I mean, I... When I played basketball when I was a kid, high school, middle school, age, I loved shooting the three. And I mean, there was nobody in the country that was shooting the three like Damon. So just his swag, just like, you know, his tattoos, the, the way he wore his uniform, you know, he wore Jordans on the court. I mean, it, I, I mean, kind of, sounds kind of sad, but I mean, when I was in high school, I, I wanted to be him. I mean, I was wearing his jersey. Yeah. Oh, damn near every day. And, I mean, to the point where some kids were even calling me Mighty Mouse. I mean, like, but, you know, just playfully, you know, nothing serious. I mean, because I was wearing his jersey all the time. And I mean, just I mean, like you said, we had Elliot, we had Kerr, but but growing up more more in the early to mid nineties, man, Damon was a guy. So just, you, just yeah, everything about him, man, I, he he was just my favorite. I mean, when he went to the Raptors, I bought his Raptors jersey, and I was wearing his Raptors jersey to school every day. Damon, so, Damon, and Khalid, Damon and Khalid to me were always kind of like Tupac and Snoop in the mid nineties, oh, and yeah. that you. You had Damon was the flashy kind of the, and then you had kind of the, you had a long sleeve number three, Khalid Reeves, that was just kind of smooth doing his own thing out there, kind of in that Snoop routine. But at the end of the day, they both made perfect music. They made the best backcourt in the country. That to me was always kind of the apex. But what was fun about that era though, too, Kenny, growing up and why this will always hold such a dear spot in my heart is, dude, it was assembly line after assembly line. We went from Khalid to Damon to uh, Reggie Geary in there, who gets overlooked a lot. Then you got Mike Bibby, Jason Terry, Jason Gardner. I always feel for the kids out there that weren't able to live the 90s, and this is no disrespect now because we're very fortunate to have Tommy Lloyd and what we watch. But, man, we were fortunate growing up with what we got to see. Man, point guard you. I mean, that, that's where the name came from, I mean, Constantly, we had the best point guard in the country every single year. I mean, that's that's just a, a big credit to Lou to be able to identify those guys, bring them in, and make Arizona a brand a brand name. Excuse me. Um, yeah, Damon, Khalid, Reggie. You, you want to throw Corey Williams in there? I mean, I, I love the way Corey Williams played. Uh, mm -hmm. Jason Garner, who Baby, I Terry was, Simon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought Jason Garner is better than Jay Williams, but right. Know, so I mean, yeah, the, that area era of Arizona basketball was was great to to grow up through that and live through that and be able to go to games as a young kid. I mean, it was just it was an awesome experience. My favorite ba Arizona basketball memory growing up, and a lot of people's is Kentucky, and rightfully so. I mean, you win the national championship right there. By the way, LA Shadow number eight, long sleeve number three, LOL. I love that Khalid was at L or and Khalid was a New York kid too, which was at added a little sizzle. But um and shoot, I don't know where I was going. I was just going to hmm, totally lost my train of thought right there. But you know what? That's what happens when you just ramble on and on. Um, all right. Arizona basketball, though. And if it comes back, we will talk about that again. Oh, but, 
your favorite memory of Arizona basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny, again, that's why Kenny is smarter than me because while I'm just bloviating right here, Kenny's got it stored away. Um, my favorite memory, though, will always be Kansas 1997 because you got to remember going into that Sweet 16 game, Kansas was the team all season long, pretty much from beginning to end, uh, number one all the way through, Jacques Vaughn. Paul Pierce, Rafe LaFrance, I mean, you name it, Roy Williams, could argue that it's Roy's best team ever. Arizona goes into that game coming off the uh, College of Charleston, South Alabama, barely winning. And Kenny, I kid you not, after Arizona won that game against Kansas, it's the only time I ever thought this. I said, we're cutting these nets down because oh, yeah. this is the best team we were playing. What is your favorite game memory, Mr. Kenny Abbey? Um, I'll tell you a story about that game. I mean, that, that has to be right up there. I mean, just that whole tournament run. Well, number one is always going to be the national championship with Kentucky. Mm -hmm. But um, when we beat Kansas, you know, I'm watching with my family, my dad and my mom. When we beat Kansas, when that game was over, I ran outside and I yelled out like a huge yell. And there were some neighbors outside and they told me to shut up. And then so me, me being 16, 17 years old, I mean, I go in and tell my dad, hey, dad, the neighbor told me to shut up. So my dad went outside and. Not a scuffle, but there were some words exchanged. So I mean, that that was something memorable about about that game. But um, yeah, just the Kentucky game, the national championship when we won, we all packed in a car and drove around town honking our horns. And there's a lot of other people doing the same. You know, Florence is a small town, uh, pretty divided between U of A and ASU fans. But there's a lot of U of A fans downtown. We had like a little mini parade with you know U of A banners and flags hanging out everybody's cars and people hanging out their windows and trucks and stuff. So we had our own little little celebration of Florence. That was pretty cool, man. That's something I'm always going to remember, especially with my dad. The toughest game, and again, we've had as Arizona fans, we I always say it's not easy to back the A because we've dealt with we've dealt with a lot of heartbreak as well. The toughest game for me to always rationalize will be 01. Because that was the game like in 05, listen, Arizona, Arizona was responsible for a lot of giving that lead away. Now you can blame the officials, certainly, but Oh, one, I felt Arizona was better. And I that play where Jason or where Jay Williams fouls Jason Gardner, it's clearly a foul. Jay Williams has admitted it was a foul and nothing was called. That to me is still the loss that sticks with me because, again, if Lute's got two titles, as great as Lute is, if he's got multiple titles, Kenny, he's even looked at in an even higher realm than he is right now. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I still haven't watched a second from that one national championship game. I, I can't bring myself to do it. I mean, it did I mean what it's 20 something years later and it still right. hurts. The the worst officiated basketball game I've ever seen, the worst announced basketball game I've ever seen. I mean, the, the announcers were all over Duke the whole game. Uh, you have Jason Williams would have picked up his fourth foul right there in the first half. And yeah. of course, they're not going to call it. The, the media wanted Duke to win, you know. ESPN wanted Duke to win. America wanted Duke to win. I mean, it's it's a better story if, if Duke and Coach K win. So, I mean, that that always left a sour taste in my mouth even to this day. And, and that team, and that's another team in hindsight when you think about it, dude. Jason Gardner, Gilbert Arenas, Richard Jefferson, Michael Wright, Lauren Woods. You got Luke coming off the bench. That, to me, is still the best team that I've ever seen at Arizona, even though they didn't win it. Yeah, 100%. I agree, man. We used to have, yeah, I mean, Gene Eggerson coming off the bench, Lamont Frazier coming off the bench, mm -hmm. a solid backup point guard. But think about this. I'm a Bulls fan. Mm -hmm. That 0-1 Duke team, I mean, the Bulls in the the early 2000s was that Duke 0-1 alumni team. Yeah, Jason Williams, Dunleavy. Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer. Right. Uh, Jay Williams, Duhon. Was Chris Duhon at there at some point? Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they made it real hard for me to be a Bulls fan during that era. <laughs> right, dude, I get it. All right. Now, the thing that Kenny is also synonymous with is uniforms. And Kenny, our uniforms style everything. Now, again, this is just Kenny Abbey's uh, opinion right here. It's not taking any shots or anything. It's just his opinion. With the, uh, the, the new unis now, what do you like and what would you? where do you think that they dropped the ball a little bit? Um, I think they dropped the ball. I think the shorts are, are a little inconsistent. There's too much going on. Um, I think if you're gonna have two huge logos, I mean, you, they they probably gotta look the same. I mean, it's 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 minor, you know, not nothing super huge. I mean, I think they look fine. Could they have been a lot better? Yes. I mean, I I think uh, I mean, if if you're gonna do a, a full '88, you know, or '80 style, you know, font, right. you gotta go all the way. You can't have a QJ on one side and cats on the other side. Um, but I think they're fine. I think the red uniforms look terrible. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the team agrees they haven't brought them out yet this year. <laughs> I was going to say there's probably so, a reason they haven't brought them out, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then then I'm I'm kind of disappointed that you know they they didn't do anything better for loot. You mean you're you're going to put loot's name on the back of the jersey on the inside, tucked in on the butt where nobody can see it. I mean, why would you do that? I mean, if you honor loot. At least let people know you're honoring loot. I mean, if if you didn't know it was there, you're you're never gonna know about it, right? And then, um, as far as the throwbacks, I mean, I was kind of upset because they put the logos on the wrong side of the shorts. I mean, the the basketball logo is supposed to be on the left side, the cast is supposed to be on the right side. And when I inquired about it to to certain people in the athletic department or or the work with the basketball program, you know, asked a couple of people, they didn't even know. Well, that and that's the yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> That's why I'm always going to listen to you on uniform advice because this is with all due respect, you're going to know more than them about the historical aspect of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to take any shots at anybody or, no. or starting any kind of beast or anything. I mean, I think those people do a great job, but if you don't know what the throwback uniforms that we won the national championship in, the most iconic uniforms in Arizona basketball history, if you don't know where the logos are supposed to be or or what they look like, I mean, that's that's right. kind of effort to me you got it you got to live it man you got to live it all right now i'm gonna let ken i'm gonna let kenny have the floor here in just a second right here to talk about his favorite athlete of all time mr barry bomb just kidding not barry bonds but two two things uh first of all mountain mike's pizza again i am not mountain mike but you can check it out on oracle and wetmore great food great drink great tv setup they'd love to see you up there good pizza as well good pepperonis you name it again uh, uh, Mountain Mike's, Oracle, and Wetmore. I believe there's also one in Phoenix and in California. Good stuff. And Octane Raceway Mavericks. Let's say you're like Kenny Abbey. Got a beautiful little daughter, and you're not that far away from Scottsdale. You're saying to yourself, here's something to be a fun uh, weekend. Go to Octane Raceway Mavericks. You got bumper cars. You got uh, uh, racing. You got pool. You got video games. You got good food. You got good drink. Uh, check it out, Octane Raceway Mavericks. Maybe you'll even see Kenny Abbey up there. All right, now, all right here, Kenny. There's been a debate right now because you are the biggest Michael Jordan fan walking this earth. Is this correct? Um, I'm up there. I'm up there. Nobody's bigger. How about that? Okay. Nobody's bigger. Okay, I'll take that. Why is Why is Michael Jordan the best player in basketball history, and why will he always be the best player in basketball history in Kenny Abbey's mind? It's not only what he done, what he's done on the court, is what he's done off the court. I mean, we were talking about Damon Stoudemire earlier. It's just about the way he wore his uniform, wore his shoes, um, just the cultural impact he had on the game. You know, with, with the dream team, you know, making basketball a global game, um, the winning, 
the the competitiveness, the the, the killer instinct. I mean, this everything you want in a basketball player. I mean, just his shoes. I mean, every everybody wanted to be Michael Jordan. You're you're going to the playground as a kid. You're trying to copy his moves, even though you're nowhere close to even coming close to anything he was doing. I mean, he was a man growing up in the '90s. I mean. You want to compare eras, you know, LeBron era or or Magic Bird area. I mean, nobody was carrying the NBA like Michael Jordan ever did. So it's not one, only what he did on the court; it's what he did off the court. And plus, he never lost. So how can you? How can he you, had he had but, maybe the most, uh, as the kids would say, maybe the most gangster line ever when Dwayne Wade was talking a little mess to him. Dwayne Wade, all time great player, in my opinion, the third best shooting guard ever. So again, it's I not agree. like he's. Not like he's any uh, slob out there. And he said something. He said, well, you know what? Uh, I'm endorsing your shoes or whatever. And then Michael Jordan said something to the effect of, well, you can endorse my shoes, but you can never hold those shoes or you can never wear them like I did. It was just it was something like that, though. It was just th- that sticks with me to this day because it was just vintage Mike at that point. Yeah. I mean, like how like how how can you argue against somebody that never lost on the biggest stage in the sport ever? You're and, the thing, and what separates him I mean, from me? What 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 separates him from me or for me though, Kenny, is just the last couple minutes. Like I think during a game, I think he and LeBron are pretty close. But in the last two minutes of a game, it's Mike a hundred out of a hundred out of a hundred times. There was a coach one time that said he was talking about Jordan, and he said he's not a great three point shooter until it matters. That yeah. to me is the best way that I could put it. Yeah, if if you if you want to watch Michael Jordan's whole career in, in one or two games, watch the flu game and watch game six of the 97 finals. All you have to do is watch that last minute. Jordan ties the game up, comes down, steals the ball from Malone, and hits the game-winning shot with a few seconds left. Right. That's Michael Jordan's whole in a nutshell. There's nobody better in the clutch. There's nobody better when the lights were the brightest. I mean, he he was the man. I mean, there, there's there's no other way you can put it. Do you forgive him for punching Steve Kerr? Yes. Kenny? Yes, because he immediately apologized, and Steve Kerr forgave him too. If Steve Kerr never forgave him, then maybe, but... Steve Kerr for game as well, so I forgive him too. All right, I want to give a big shout-out to my guy, Kenny, before we sign off here. Kenny is the man. Kenny's making good big plays in life. And again, dude, we're all super, super proud of you. We'll have you on again here soon. Always fun time having you on, my guy. All right, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, man. I just got to give a quick shout-out to my daughter. She she always wants me to, to shout her out when I'm on. Mm-hmm. Ava, Take as long you. as you want. <laughs> Ava, I love you. You're doing a great job in school. I mean, straight A's and everything. Uh, finished first in her grade for the spelling bee, seventh in the whole district. So every day she she does things to amaze me and make me proud. So, I mean, Ava, I love you. You're doing great. Keep up the good work, girl. All right. He's the great Kenny Abbey shouting out his beautiful daughter. I'm Mike Luke. I'll be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.